1: I am not feeling this.
2: No? Nope. Stressful day?
1: Suck, suck. It was a suck day. Suck day.
2: Mm-hmm. How was Hartford, Connecticut? Um, it
1: was, it was fine. I mean, it's a whole world that you know, that's, it's, I could never do it right now. If you said right now the show starts right now, I could never do it. I'm, I'm. Beat to sh with uh, life stuff. <sighs> shut up. Shut up what? Matthew Sweet, shut up. Divine intervention, shut up. Puss. Um, all right. <clears throat> I have nothing good. I have no good things to say. I have no good things. So, sh- when sh- shall we start the parade of bad
2: things? Sure. Let's start a parade of bad things. That's why everybody tunes in.
1: <clears throat> but I'm glad you're in a good mood. You look pretty. There's something.
2: Thank you. I've used up my bad mood. I don't have any more. Are we me, sure so. we're
1: uh, in rehab right now? I'm in rehab. Holy Jesus! What is? I, I guess I'm going to stick a fork into the socket and <laughs> see if something gets something. Because I am. Getting no, no joy happening.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I do think there is like a thing when you... Um,
1: Don't. It's not that thing, Alice. It's not The thing. thing is that it's a continuous parade of bad news. And the moment I walk out of my pressure cooker in the morning, it's bad news. And then bad news and bad news and bad news and bad news and bad news. And, bad news. and then rain coming through the ceiling in our kitchen, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, freely as the ceiling is collapsing into the wall, which is collapsing into the uh, thousand of unfinished projects we have and the fact that we're um, not bursting at the seams with disposable income to fix these things at the moment. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things. Yeah. So, uh, and there's nothing, there's no part of my life right now where I walk into anything that's perfect. And I know. Listen, I understand. Nobody, not even perfect. This studio is actually the best thing in my life at the moment.
2: <laughs> okay, great, glad to this hear. This is it. the
1: best looking room
2: mm-hmm. that's
1: left. It's the least horribly decrepit. Mm-hmm. It's the least drawn on by kids, although it's been drawn on by kids. Okay. And maybe a uh, market basket.
2: Okay. Yeah, market basket's always good.
1: I had a good trip into market basket
2: mm-hmm.
1: today. Oh, the guy was, the guy, the the guy decided to, whatever, doesn't matter, matter. Uh, okay, so should we get in the suck?
2: Sure, let's go for it.
1: (laughs) God. Hmm.
2: I'm just happy that we found out that um, the ninja works for food processing too. That's what it says. in the directions. Yeah, so that's just so one of the. That's things. one positive thing. Because I
1: came home today, had the audacity to use. We have a food processor. Just for another couple hundred dollars, one of the many Amazon it cost packages 30, it cost that have 30 been coming into my life. It costs
2: thirty dollars. I can hold on. replace it.
1: One of the many. No, 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 no more. I don't. Okay, want well, that's Amazon what I'm saying. coming to the house. This already no.
2: happened once, and with your amnesia, going to be, you forgot going to the be, conversation. Alice, there's going
1: to be one, uh, uh, one cadaver in this house due to blunt suicide. And then 11 other uh, humans and animals due to sheer starvation a year from now in Amazon Prime packages are going to be stacking up a mile high still in, at our house. That's fine. You know what? It's fine. It's
2: fine. Um, <laughs> Sally.
1: <clears throat> Doesn't hey, matter. I say keep making part of the show.
2: Okay. I don't know. Um. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. But anyway, what happened is that a while ago you came to me and said, you know, the kids broke the food processor basket. And I said, do you want me to order you a new one? And you said, no, don't order a new one. I wasn't sure
1: if it was that they broke or was it the coffee craft, the greatest coffee maker I ever had in the world, which doesn't have more crafts like that. I wasn't sure which thing it was (laughs) that I loved for, God forbid, a moment. (laughs) Um, that was... No,
2: the carafe you knocked down because it was my fault because oh, I put it too okay, precariously. Okay. So all, it doesn't okay. matter because
1: that's the, the, the pantry that we loved when we saw the house and we looked in the house and had a little tour. Mm-hmm. It was a pantry of my dreams. And now the pantry of my broken dreams. There's, there's little pieces <laughs> of dead things in there that could have been, but that's fine. That's fine. So that's, okay. that's good. So but we're going to the- use the blender this year to make all this, all <laughs> the stuff that we're going to make. It's Alice, a ninja for this thing. It can
2: be all the things, and it works for <laughs> blending, and it works for being a food processor, and you're going to use it to food that's process it. your stuff, and then you're going to be happy.
1: I'm going to use uh, that's. I'm going to use it to uh, make the world's most expensive Thanksgiving this year because we have a effing moron in the White House. I, I don't even know where to start. That's fine. That's fine. New York Times, this year's Thanksgiving feast will wallop the wallet. You don't f-ing say. <laughs> really? I am shocked. There's I not thought a it good was news.
2: transitory. <sighs>
1: <clears throat> Nearly every ingredient from the turkey to the after-dinner <laughs> coffee is uh, expected to cost more for a host of reasons. Okay. When they say that, it almost sounds like they're saying everything is going to cost more. Nearly every ingredient... From the turkey to the after dinner coffee, (laughs) is expected to cost more. Okay, just need to step outside for a second, Allison. (laughs) Oh God, I'll be so lucky. Of course, we don't. I don't have a firearm, unfortunately, and no noose will hold me up. so. (laughs) So I'm here god won't mercifully just take me i seem to be ready to be taken according to the gorgeous doctor a couple of weeks ago who wouldn't fix my toe which was had gangrene on it because god forbid you fix a fat guy's effing toe
2: <laughs> maybe um
1: this is not the only podcast okay. that's gone like this alice you missed it in the early days and before you came here there are a few like this
2: i'm that's sorry you're so upset I mean, I'm upset, too. I just show it differently.
1: I have never... Let me tell you one thing. Mm -hmm. I have never before... Today, during this Nor'easter...
2: Okay, yes, Nor'easter. I have never
1: before ever wanted to be hit by lightning.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: As much as I want to be hit by lightning. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks, AC536Beta4. Just collect all the knowledge. Sorry,
2: I don't necessarily know what to do with this. Like, Is this the show that people tune in for? Is to hear you say you want to get struck by lightning? Like, I'm sorry. Okay.
1: And the fact that I'm doing Sober October is not a great idea. Especially now.
2: You know. Yes. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I... It's fine. Don't no, worry. No, I wanna hear it. I wanna hear it.
1: I wanna hear it. Go ahead.
2: I was gonna say that um when you quit drinking, it like lowers your serotonin levels and stuff. You get um
1: Oh, okay. So the food processor shattered. works, and the wa- and the water's not cascading through the kitchen. Okay,
2: there's a lot less Does water. Does it do that too? And I just need more of my stuff from Home Depot to keep patching the parts of the roof that aren't good, so that because there's already much much less water. So there's much uh, less water. I fixed a lot of it, and what? it's almost gone. And then it will
1: be okay. guys, we don't like to brag, but the water in our kitchen's almost gone. You know, if you play your cards right and make the right decisions, you too can have the water in your kitchen be almost gone. The good thing—I'll tell you—there's one good thing.
3: Mm -hmm. There's not
1: a well, yes, there is anything you can get is good. The one good thing is that we have a we have a driveway that's a it's a driveway that goes around the house. Not a rich person's driveway. A you shouldn't have a driveway in this house in this yard kind of driveway. So anyway. The good thing is that it goes downhill. And so all the debris that's left from all of our unfinished projects and all of my burning of everything in every um, material known to the world world, is now making its way, making its way down our driveway in these floods Mm -hmm. down to somebody else's problem. You know, (laughs) I know that that's we've got friends who live in town who think that's probably not responsible, but it has come to this. Alice, or it's the little things. So, here we go. Back to the New York Times. More good news. <laughs> Nearly every ingredient from the turkey to the after-dinner coffee is expected to cost more for a host of reasons. Oh, that's my uncle's uh, coconut flour the company. Oh, nice. Thank you.
2: You mean like the pancake mix stuff?
1: Mm. Yeah. Thanksgiving 2021 could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday.
2: That sounds good.
1: <laughs> to me, that sounds like a fairly expensive. It's, My know, the favorite, is- though,
2: is the comments <coughs> on the article of the people like, well, yeah, if you pay everybody a living wage, things will cost more. That's okay. Learn to live with it.
1: Yeah, obviously they should be uh, uh, tree shredder. That's fine. Okay, so <clears throat> Thanksgiving 21 could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. Caroline Hoffman's already stashing canned pumpkin in her, the kitchen of her Chicago apartment when she finds uh, some for under dollars. She recently spent almost two more d- for the dollars for the vanilla she'll need to bake pumpkin bread. The Matthew Turkey is planted. The turkeys more, and then this is going to be more, and then this is going to be more. And all the, 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 the record high shortages, trade policies, bad weather. At least we got Inflation. our sixteen
2: cents at the Fourth of July. Is that going to help us?
1: I realize you're still alive inside, Alice, but I'm trying to spread the the uh, malaise here. <laughs> uh, I can buy all this Yeah, so, yeah. So in other words, the, the New York Times put out the, by the way, just FYI, for Thanksgiving, you're effed, in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is, which I say, like, good on you, New York Times, for actually saying it. Right. Because this is going to be used for whatever's left of the tattered embers of the media To be pointed to Jen Psaki, and it was today, actually, to say, uh, we have a question. The New York Times said that Thanksgiving is really expensive. They asked her today, and she dodged the question. So Because the the guy who asked it mixed it, and he can never do this, Alice. Being a professional person who asks bad questions, I recognize him. (laughs) He mixed it with, and um, what about gas prices? So she then talked about gas prices and Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and what goes into gas prices. So she dodged the thing altogether. But that's fine. Okay, so New York Times, you know, the, 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 so this is bad news because Thanksgiving is the suckiest possible collection of foods that you could possibly want on the earth. Mm-hmm. It absolutely, totally, and utterly sucks. I'm looking at a picture of a turnip right now, and I, I want to be fed into a tree shredder. Okay, the, the, but I
2: want to read you some of these comments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gosh, maybe Americans can cut down on portion sizes and second helpings and give to their local food pantry for others who couldn't afford food before this article came out. Eat local. The message should be clear by now. Celebrate with the, what you have and can get locally. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving... Does the first
1: person think we're living in the feudal <laughs> system still again?
2: Be grateful.
1: Some people are raking the mud while others of us are on our third drumstick. Oh, ha, ha, ha.
2: Paying deservedly <laughs> higher wages does cause products to go up. We have to be supporting workers. Yes, the giant it, display of canned pumpkin at the grocery store makes me worried. I might not be able to buy enough for Thanksgiving.
1: These are great for these New York Times readers, but they're like there are real Americans who don't suck, mm-hmm. who actually won't be able to afford stuff. Uh, and there's two of them in this room, as a matter of fact, right now, which is fine. This is this is absolutely this is our entree into. We will never, because of Joe Biden and because of what this a- a- article is doing, the Shattuck family will never. And Jane, your sister, I'm sorry. And Jimmy, my brother, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. We will never serve another staple of any traditional American Thanksgiving ever. Ever. Right. And also because it's a celebration of a day cruel to indigenous peoples. And that's my way of saying, no, oh, you guys wanted this? You, this is what you want? Well, this is what we're doing. Never mm-hmm. again. So what would you like to have for Thanksgiving this year, Alice? We can't afford steak.
2: I assume um, both of our families are going to want turkey.
1: is my the official shattuck administration press release uh is a two-word press release
2: box macaroni and cheese uh
1: that's possible (laughs) possible we're looking if it's in season we're looking at that yes
2: maybe um let's see bacon's gone up too much but um maybe like some frozen french fries
1: yeah, I can't eat it because I'm that's, on oh, that's a, a, too a, a special night, but I don't, I don't care. That's fine. I'll be eating vodka for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving.
2: <clears throat> Maybe a, of, a little iceberg lettuce for you? Sure. That's nice and cheap still, I think.
1: I, I don't know. I, is it?
2: Yeah, iceberg lettuce is the one nobody wants anymore.
1: Why? It's It's the best kind of lettuce.
2: People like oh, no, no, stuff- I
1: think I meant romaine. What's iceberg? What's the difference?
2: Iceberg is like the ball mm-hmm. that's like...
1: Oh, the old kind of Yeah. Le- those are great. That's great. I used to when I worked on a cruise ship, and I'm going back to a happy time. Alice.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: going back to the, when I worked on a cruise ship, the, uh, or, or this was actually maybe I didn't work on this. Maybe this was when I don't know. Anyway, um, we were because we were Americans, we got to eat up with the officers who so were all Greek, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Americans did, and nobody else. That was it. And um, so, um, so they would just have give a wedge lettuce wedge with blue cheese on top, and I thought it did the job every time. You know what I mean? Of iceberg mm-hmm. lettuce. I mean, what else do you,
2: do you need? Well, for- that's what you're having for Thanksgiving. So congratulations to you.
1: That's fine. I'll eat it. I have no problem with that. Uh, meanwhile, everything else is up. And meanwhile, meanwhile, I mean, I don't even... It doesn't... doesn't we're so in fantasy land right now. Which is fine. Uh, that they're, they're still, with a straight face, legitimately pushing a tax... On, um, on...
2: Unrealized capital gains. Correct, correct. Yeah, so they're trying to find a tax that will be acceptable to Look at Senator you being cinema. dutiful
1: and keeping it together while a pilot uh, wigs out, <laughs> is naked in the galley. Taking passengers hostage.
2: <laughs> is that what you're doing
1: if I had, if, if I was a way I could plunge this vehicle we're in right now, uh, down from 22,000 feet, <laughs> Not technically suicidal, I just like going through You're
2: these- You're going to scare people, You're, somebody's going to call in a wellness yes. check.
1: <laughs> Two things that you should know is that we're actually not <coughs> destitute, and I'm actually not suicidal, although I'm, I'm fantasizing just- but I'm not going to do any of these things.
2: <laughs> okay, you're going to scare the people. Yeah. Um, well, no, but unrealized capital gains tax actually does scare me. See that segue? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I'm really trying is, here, Is Tom. Sammy old enough
1: to go to the <laughs> <house>?
2: so, <laughs> so basically... What an unrealized capital gains tax is. Did Hitler have to do
1: this <laughs> in the last few days in the bunker? And she just kept acting like things were normal and stuff like that. Meanwhile he's got the Luger next to him and the pills and barely there looking at the map. <laughs> saying what happened to everything? You know what a, <laughs> Pop- kid walks into a bar. Go ahead. <laughs> The good thing is that makes you just Eva Braun, who's not really complicit in most of the war crimes. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it makes you Hitler. So I know, but I'm I not sure that that's really like... Is that, why are we... Why are you doing this? Okay. Go ahead. So unrealized capital gains tax means that they, they tax you when you gain wealth, like when the value of your assets goes up, mm-hmm. versus just when you sell them. So normally, like, you don't pay a tax when a stock that you own is worth more. You only right. pay when you sell you it. you haven't
1: liquidated the stock and right. realized the, the right. monetary or gain. Right. Or if
2: your house is worth $50,000 more this year than it was right. last year, you don't pay tax like you earned $50,000. But that's what we're talking about, is if the value of your house increases $50,000 that you would pay a, an income tax on the $50,000 of income that you made because your house increased in value. That's an unrealized capital gain. Of course, that ask the question what happens if the value of your assets goes down right do you get a loss uh, right can you write off taxes the next year which is like what trump did with his business losses right right um you know and it's also it's a question of like how do you value all this stuff necessarily because i mean even with any type of wealth tax this is a problem right is that if you tax something when it's sold, then you know how much it was worth because somebody paid that much money for it. So you have like literally a bill of sale that tells you exactly what it was worth because somebody paid that amount. But if you tax unrealized capital gains, like stocks are easy. We know how much stocks are worth, right? But like any type of wealth tax other than that, so like Liz Warren's wealth tax stuff, you know, how do you, Tax the value of somebody's painting? How do you tax the value of somebody's yacht if they haven't sold it? How do you tax all their real estate? How do you tax somebody on the value of a company, right? I mean, their businesses get valuations, but you know, it's hard to tell what a business is worth at any given point in time necessarily, and that goes up and down. So it's an issue, and I guarantee that if you put in a wealth tax of this type that you would have a lot more super wealthy people putting their money into much harder to value assets.
1: Well, um, of course, it, not only that, but it, it, one of the problems, one of the many problems, it's, it's a crazy insane thing to and, do. And like
2: people aren't liquid too, like so you're going to tax Jeff Bezos because like the value of Amazon went up as a company, but like
1: Right, well, but it, also, it, so when what about when he when he sells his stock.
2: Well, yeah, now he's going to have to sell stock to pay the tax, and then he'll have to pay a tax on that amount.
1: Well, he, he could get ca- taxed twice on the same capital gains, as a matter of fact. Right. So uh, none of that, but if you tax everybody in the Gajingas g- on Monday and then Tuesday, the stark- stock market craters, I mean, it's so destabilizing. It's so insane. It also falls way short of reaching the amount of to pay for the bill. Congress ran the numbers. I mean the Congressional Budget Office ran the numbers right. and said eh, it doesn't work. This is so insane. We suck it so much these days. The only thing Yallis? A glimmer of hope, by the way.
2: Okay, glimmer of hope. Glimmer of hope. Glimmer of hope. First today.
1: My Robin Hood portfolio is through the roof.
2: That's good. I think it's
1: almost double of what it used to be.
2: What do we own? GameStop? AMC?
1: So we own oh well everything today is down. We own AMC. That's down two and a half percent. We own OCGN, which I think I uh, just bought. That's when some I was, like
2: medical stock, right? That you That's decided. up sixteen
1: point forty nine percent. That's good. So something's happening there. Maybe uh, this is the time. We own TTOO, which is I don't know, but I bought that at at zero point eighty six cents, and it's now down at okay, it's down at zero point eighty four cents. Okay, so but it's wait the the, the line graph looks bad.
2: Okay, good. And well, another stock,
1: Dogecoin we bought and that's down 3%. Um but um that OCGN. Alice that might bring us to the promised land i'm
2: excited i'm excited
1: so there you go there's one thing how's your
2: boston beer company stock doing have you checked that no
1: but but, they had to throw away no that's why it went down a a whole bunch it went down a bunch today i didn't didn't see i I don't even know how to sign into that account anymore okay
2: so uh yeah but boston beer company which is sam adams uh and also owns uh truly Mm -hmm. beverages Has uh, had to throw out a bunch of Trulies because apparently they overinvested in the spiked seltzer market, which has gotten harder. They, you know, they don't have quite the corner on the market that they used to. But uh, yeah, and I joked about this a while ago. Mm. um, Because I don't think it's necessarily a coincidence that when I stopped consuming Trulies, um, the market tanked. I think I was a major portion of the truly market, and uh, I have let them down.
1: else you know I love you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's such thing as a funny moms drinking wine together kind of joke,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is what that was. Mm-hmm. And then there's a husband is a fat cynical guy um, on, on barely on the edge. So <laughs> though I love you for your funny joke, though I barely saw it coming a mile away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're not making this easy i'm really trying to bring the positivity today and um some people aren't but i mean like i don't understand why they can't like give them away to the poor or something
1: i know i was just at the grocery freezer alice as you mm-hmm. know down at the market basket where the guy yeah. decided I, I don't want to talk about it. it's fine it's fine everything was, was, was there is an art to bagging groceries yeah. And sometimes the finest artists uh can be very annoying. So this guy filled out one bag every square inch. So I was essentially holding a brown cinder block. <laughs> okay. And so I had no grab it doesn't matter. So I went there and and um Oh yeah. The Bone in Ribeye. Okay. That was at I think the sell by date was maybe a month ago. It was ashen gray. <laughs> With some sprites of uh, blue neon in the middle now, since it had long since decomposed into another thing. It had been marked down from $28 to 17 That's it. That's the bottom. 17 bucks. That's it. So rather than throw it to <laughs> anybody, they're they're holding out. And they're going to do some of that. They'll give it away to something or some animals or, or just get have to get thrown away. But no, this is how, not how they do it. They don't. They're smart enough to know that there are people, none of them in this room, who uh, will wait past the, uh, you know, Craigslist for sale, uh, you know, uh, uh, listing and wait till we know that they've <laughs> given up trying to sell it and go to the curb and find it there. Um, so, but yeah, they don't give stuff away. They just don't. I wish they did. I wish they did. Very sad time in my life. Me and my, my brother. In 1980 and 3, the CBS Evening News showed there was a, hu- a story about counterfeit Atari video games that were made by either Japan or China. Or, yeah, Japan or China. Mm-hmm. And the government found them, got them, and they were destroying them by the truck's, truckload. Mm-hmm. And it broke our hearts. Like, we would do anything for those video games.
2: Yeah. Anything. Anytime I remember? hear about
1: recalled meat, when they say, oh, this meat, this bacon's been spoiled, I was like, I'll eat it. I will take, <laughs> I'll roll the dice. Give it to me. But, but don't do, do it. Do you
2: remember even a little while ago, there was a big scandal. Um, somebody was reporting on it that, um, like, Amazon throws out tons of stuff, too. Like, tons of, like, products that don't sell well. It's just all... Because it's, like, not worth the warehouse space to them.
1: Uh, it makes sense, I guess. They just
2: incinerate, like, tons of products that people pay good money for normally. But, like, you know, they're optimizing, so they don't care.
1: Okay, so one more thing. One mm-hmm. more thing. Okay. This is a Alice Shattuck broken story that she's going to write a Substack about too. As a matter of fact, Alice, uh, please go right ahead. Na- National Geographic, loved institution, showed us the world when we were all young people. Alice, they mm-hmm. did. We could live vicariously through the pages of Nat Geo. I like to say. Yeah. So anyway, you were using Nat Geo kids to teach Sally Shattuck today world history. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Hitler, and I'd like to distance myself from the actual (laughs) Hitler, I don't imagine me as him very often, but I couldn't think of a small room where two people were when they both (laughs) killed them. I don't know.
2: Maybe you you shouldn't. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Forget this ever happened, everybody listening. It's not. uh, Go ahead, Alice. Tell the people what she wore.
2: Um, So anyway, so we had to research the country of Germany today, and um, including some German history. And they had as the German history, uh, this little paragraph to describe World War Two. I mean, like very top level summary, you saw the website, it was like, you know, one paragraph for the whole of World War II. But this was it. Adolf Hitler and his Nazi party came to power in 1933, promising to make Germany great again. In 1939, Hitler invaded Poland, starting World War II. During the war, Hitler created camps in Germany where millions of Jewish people and others were murdered. Oh, that war... sounds
1: like the last make-something-great-again make, make something great again guy in the The war US? ended in
2: 1945 with the Germans' defeat and Hitler committing suicide. Ah, uh, if only. Um, But yeah, I, like, did a double-take a little bit <laughs> that they would put that in the paragraph. Because, I mean, clearly just somebody with an agenda. I mean first of all there was no reason to rewrite the Germany section. German history hasn't changed in the last 10 years really. If, if from the for the right. purposes of Tell a kid what right. you know about Germany. So there really like wasn't right. some big. Right, and that's reason. obviously
1: a tongue in cheek. It's a dig because it's not yeah. put in quotes or anything. It's just it's a total dig. And there's other Nat Geo things that talk about Germany. It's a brief overview as well, and mm-hmm. it's very generic. And it doesn't use that word because nobody would. It's some punk ass who's probably some twenty-six year old kid mm-hmm. um, who thinks, well, I can make a difference here. Didn't get a real gig somewhere, but he's always working on Nat Geo online. And decides to you know interweave because because Trump's healer, man, but anyway, so uh, that's where we are. That's where life is right now. And they're gross and they suck, but that's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Nobody's fine. Nobody's not fine. Everybody's fine. So the other thing is uh, okay. You done with that one?
2: Yeah, I'm done with that. Uh,
1: hold on, hold on. Here's Barack Obama with Bruce Springsteen today. Talk about uh, just pernicious forces for suck. Listen to Obama talking about uh, the, the saxophonist in his band was Clarence Clemens. And Obama is telling Springsteen for some reason what life was like, what what the scene was with um, Clarence Clemens.
3: The world, what Bruce and Clarence portrayed on stage was essentially a reconciliation. That's right. But most of your audiences were primarily white And they can love Clarence when he's on stage, but if they ran into him in a bar, suddenly the N-word comes
2: up. Yeah. Yeah, says Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Happened all the time. Our fans called him the N-word all the time. I didn't do anything about it.
1: Barack says, most of your audience is predominantly right. Yeah. And, well, they would call him the N-word. Yeah. What an a-hole. First of all, Obama's such a sucked person, man. But also, like, what a thing to say! Imagine that all these people have been buying tickets for Bruce every year, every year, and he just goes, "Yeah, whatever mm. you say, whatever you say." Oh man, it's gotta be—it's gotta be an easy and fun thing to be sycophantic, you know. But
2: I mean, maybe I don't know because I wasn't like at, at Bruce Springsteen concerts back in the day or whatever. But like, was the N word really flying around, like? I would think all that the, the time, the, like I you, think that. that the, you would call black celebrities the N word at the bar after the concert. I would think
1: the, the rock and roll audience for Bruce Springsteen um, was probably loved Clarence Clemens, obviously. Mm-hmm. And to think that the people who are into rock and roll, especially Bruce's kind of rock and roll, right. um, would know that the influences for all these guys and that the, these guys toured with each other, et cetera, the, the rock and roll audience. Um, now, it, maybe things were different. At a Leonard Skinner concert, nineteen seventy six, maybe they were. Uh, who knows? But to say this is just crap, just ugly it just
2: seems like an odd assertion to me. Like, right. say, like oh, then, then he gets off stage, the N word comes out. Like, I mean, I so I'm not black, so I don't know. But like, I don't run into people saying the N word a lot, and like, didn't twenty years ago or any time really. I mean, like, I mean maybe we're not in the part of the country or, like, around the people or something, but, like, I just...
0: I, like, have trouble believing it when, like, people say it like that. Like, everybody's,
2: like, calling each other the N-word left and right. Like... Mm. Like, really, the only time I've ever heard it used is kids who are into rap music saying it, like, because they think it's okay to say it as part of the rap music or whatever. That's like the only time I've like seen anybody actually use the word.
1: So the other thing is, is that the LGBTQ community is going after Dave Chappelle because they're mad at him because he uh, said stuff. Uh, he gave his opinion um, about things that have to do with the trans community, and he said he said they were intolerant, and because he did that, now they want to destroy him. So now they're canceling all his stuff. All his—he's got a new movie coming out and they are going and canceling it.
3: This film that I made was invited to every film festival in the United States, and some of those invitations I accepted. And when this controversy came out about the close of, they began disinviting me from these film festivals. And now, today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival, nobody will touch this film. Thank God for Ted Randall's and Netflix. He's the only one that didn't cancel me yet.
1: So there you go. Um, and um, so it's ridiculous that they're onto this. and this gross, et cetera. But he did. He did say that he would. They want to meet with him and throw him to the ground and 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 abuse him or whatever. And he he was funny about that.
3: And if you want to meet with me, I'd be more than willing to but I have some conditions. (laughs) First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing and a time of my choosing And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gatsby* is not funny.
1: Obviously, that is fantastic. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well,
2: I mean, but he makes a good point because there's a disconnect here between like what the purpose of his special was and what comedy is, you know, and... And I think that it really brings that into relief because, you know, they want to meet with him about, like, the social implications of what he said, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? But kind of what he's really saying when he says that about, like, you must admit that Hannah Gadsby's not funny is, like, if you're coming from a place where you can't understand that some things are funny and some things aren't, like Hannah Gadsby is not funny and that her Mm -hmm. stand-up special was terrible and unfunny and no one liked it because it was unwatchable, um, then you're really unable to have the conversation because you don't understand what it is that he's trying to do when he does stand-up. I agree with that. So, you know, it, it sheds light on sort of Like, the disconnect between the conversation that we're having, and, you know, I know some people who saw the Chappelle special and said they didn't really find it funny, which is like, fine. You know, you can have a difference of opinion, and you can either like it or not like it on that basis, but if you don't like it on the basis of because of what he means about trans people or whatever, like, you know, just like you can like or dislike the Harry Potter books, but a lot of people like the Harry Potter books no matter what J.K. Rowling thinks about trans people, you know, because they like the book's... On the merits. Right. They enjoy reading them, which is the point. A lot of people enjoy watching Dave Chappelle because they find him funny. So So I think that what he's getting at is, like, if you are so blinded to whether or not something is good on its own merits that you literally, like, can't even tell whether comedy is funny anymore because the only thing you care about is that it's woke then like then you're unable to have a conversation about comedy in general and about his special in particular that was kind of like my takeaway from that whole thing
1: what do you think is going to happen to um local newspapers they're going out of business i can even i can tell there's there's newspapers that i've seen um like the most, more than ever, I'm looking at the most prominent papers in every city. Not the Times, and the in the you know, not the biggies, not the LA Times, mm-hmm. not the Washington Post, not the New York Times, not the Wall Street Journal, but other ones. And I can tell, just having been in newspaper business as it's colla- as it's been collapsing mm-hmm. near the end, I can see from the websites that they're not. Up to the challenge anymore of even maintaining basic parts of websites, basic basic items in there have grown old and stale. Some of the stuff, the some of the AP copies, is just total crap, nonsense, badly placed. I mean, it's and then of course they're still like just immediately charging. Like I just got a <clears throat> I just got a, a an alert message from the Miami Herald mm-hmm. said uh, U.S. launches something. So I clicked on the thing and it took me right to the subscription page. Right. No, look at a headline. No, whatever. No headline, then close interstitially and say, you need to pay us. No, nothing. Just subscribe. It's like, that is, those those people are out of ideas. Mm-hmm. Out of ideas. So, like, we, we were talking about, or did we talk about the Melrose No Halloween thing? I think we did last night, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Who's going to run that stuff soon?
2: So... <clears throat> I think this was interesting and I was thinking about this today actually in the context of Melrose because I've noticed for example um like when we look for stories for your like Connecticut news stuff and whatever and I'm looking through local sources for there I've noticed that their like Connecticut patch websites mm-hmm. aren't very good. No. They don't have a lot of stuff. But um when we were in Melrose the patch that was for that area the guy was local and he went to all those meetings and he gave like the quote, like real local newspapers a run for their money because he went to everything re- actually reported on the meetings. And he's a huge liberal. I disagree with him about everything, but um, he was really hustling to make like local content that covered this stuff that local newspapers are supposed to do. And it made a really huge difference. They it, it the page was super popular and, um, I think that I and think they that, also
1: weren't putting on a print product, which is right. There's half, the print product, more than half the you know,
2: costs a lot of the money, but um, you know, people are consuming most of their news digitally now. So, mm-hmm. um, but. I think other so I think other places are going to step in and do that, whether it is a patch, whether they'll be able to get more people like that in other places who are able to, you know, kind of create that. Or Can you look make at any money. Though? So, like, or, is there a or you look is at there a like patch
1: mothership that is um... there is
2: a patch mothership that's paying those people's salaries. So a few people have tried to, like, jumpstart this. So patch is obviously attempting to do it. Um, in addition to that. I mean, also, even though the guy was, like, ideologically very left, he also wrote me a really nice letter thanking me because I wrote a really controversial, like, op-ed on their sort of, like, blog feature and posted it, and even though it was, like, right-wing, he, like, sent me an it was like one of the most popular stories on their website yeah. for the entire year because everybody was mad at me. But, um, but he like wrote me a thing thanking me for writing in and said, he hoped I'd write more because like, because he cares about the thing getting clicks and is, right. you know, trying to make it work. But um, so then uh sub I think you knew this, but I don't know if you remember, they actually started a local news initiative too, where they are paying people salaries Um, I think they chose like 30 places to start um, where they're paying somebody a $100,000 salary for the year to try and jumpstart a subscription based local news service. So that would be, you know, like just a person who has the time to do it and can make that salary and can start what's in essence a blog, but can actually like go to local meetings and report on stuff because that's really what people care about in the local news. And it's the type of thing that is not... That's really like it's leaving a gaping hole, you know, because there's not there's not an infrastructure to do that at the bigger papers anymore. Like you've seen that to like send people to school committee meetings and board of selectmen meetings and city council meetings and zoning board meetings. I mean, like there's people on the Internet who have a half joking, half not theory that like zoning law actually determines everything. They were making a big deal recently because one of the problems um, with the shipping containers that are piling up at certain ports is some zoning laws don't let you stack them more than a certain height in some places. So like, it's like a whole thing. Zoning laws are huge and they impact a lot of stuff. Um, But basically, you know, that takes like man hours and it takes somebody who knows the community really well. And it's not something that can be outsourced to like a central place. I do think that you know, there are some companies trying to get into that, like Patch or like Substack. But I think there's also people that do it independently really, really well. So like Turtle Boy is a great example of that. He does awesome, like real reporting, right? That's what you need, where he goes and he looks into people and he looks up stuff. He looks up whatever public records are available on them. He goes and looks up, you know, what they did in their last job or their scandals in their last job, whatever stuff people don't do because reporters are overworked and underpaid and have too many towns on their list and don't have time to do that. You know, they're they're not creating that type of content where they're actually uncovering stuff and reporting on it. You know, Turtle Boy somebody who does that. I think more people will kind of step up and do that as it goes along. But I mean, it is absolutely something that's leaving a huge void in the news world because a lot of the stuff that matters happens at this local level and a lot of it would never get found or determined if, you know, people didn't dig into things, if there weren't people who wanted to sit around like reading campaign finance reports or, you know, salaries of city employees or whatever other thing. You know,
1: there must be notification laws, I assume, most of these towns where if you've got a new ordinance or something, you've got to let people know, you know, that suddenly a five foot fence is illegal. You know, they've got to know somehow, right?
2: I mean, yeah, but what's the notification law? Does it just have to be posted on the list of code on the website and it's your responsibility to go check it? You know, there's stuff like that. There's I mean, a lot of those Types of things that happen at meetings like people always say like I never heard about it and it's a big deal like look at our stupid trash can situation in our town where they've now like you can't have additional trash cans for recycling so we have like a buildup of extra recycling so that change happened and. even though they like sent everybody a letter like a lot of people didn't realize it until it actually happened you know, you know you're what always I mean? down
1: on everything i like our new trash cans i like it just fine
2: well i don't like all the extra recycling we have cuz it doesn't fit in the recycle bin burn then, it
1: kid burn it and the then we end around. up
2: and then we end up i end up at least throwing away a bunch of things that are recyclable because we have more rum in our trash container than in our recycling container so
1: you also put a bunch of uh, cardboard in the recycling else Cardboard can you either go to the well. My the burn
2: land. barrel operator has been slacking.
1: There's a typhoon outside <laughs> Alice at the moment, okay. um, and um, also we can, they can I can bring that stuff to the place.
2: Okay, okay. I like
1: going to the place. It hasn't effed me yet. I like the place.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, you have to go there and take our leaves anyway because I bought 10 leaf bags and so far you and the kids filled half of them. There's no kids filling anything. Well, they were supposedly helping. I went out and got them rakes so that they would help. Anyway. um, Can we
1: return the rakes?
2: You filled five of the 10 leaf bags and it has not made any dent in the amount of leaves on our property as far as I can tell.
1: Right, because the leaves continue to fall, but there's not, I mean, what can I do? There's a Northeast. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. well.
1: <sighs> All right.
2: Kirsten Cinema's in trouble because she's wearing a denim vest in the Senate.
1: I'm cool with that. I'm fine. F- it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If we're doing uh, unrealized capital gains with a straight face, and you know what? Wear whatever you want, Kirsten Cinema. I've got zero problem with her. Uh, but although she's for that, I think as a matter of fact, I think that she's when she wants to see that as an offset to all of the um, all. Well, the they're trying
2: to find some tax that will make her happy because she doesn't like any of the taxes they've proposed.
1: You Elfoss. know, what? she is just like a classic, obstinate pain in the ass, and I love it. <laughs> I really love it.
2: Well, they've been <clears> focusing pretty much on trying to get Joe Manchin on board with what they come up with, and then they'll like try to you're just hoping for the best with her because they don't know did you get the video that i sent of her with tim scott today
1: i saw it where she people
2: are really mad at her because there's a constituent, quote-unquote, right. uh, an activist constituent who's following her when she's walking alongside Senator Tim Scott trying to have a conversation with I him. Think it's, uh, And I'm wondering, quite interesting I know you've met with dozens of lobbyists. To I did not touch you. I'm I, meeting with dozens, I know you've met with dozens of lobbyists the world doesn't and really talking anymore. with corporate right. donors with about to the
1: package. Yeah, that's the how many
0: times will you meet with constituents? Yeah. How many times have you met with yeah. constituents
3: in <laughs> negotiating bills? Sorry about this. <laughs> I think it's part of the course, right? <laughs> Well, why
0: don't
2: she meet with my
1: family, her I have no problem with saying that. Some some pain in the ass. She's been chasing in the bathroom. As far as I'm concerned, once they've chased it in the bathroom, then she should give her the oh, right. bird.
2: Just because somebody's your senator doesn't mean you have the right to like accost them everywhere you yeah. see them all the time. Yeah, if she has a problem, she can just not vote for them.
1: What's up, buddy? That. Yeah. Your
0: phone ran out
1: of batteries. Plug it in in my room, and then it'll have batteries again. That's I usually Anson plays with it when no, it's plugged
0: no, in. No.
3: The charger in it. The, the charger in it. Didn't
1: work? Yeah. It
2: didn't Is work. the other end of the charger plugged in? And you should something? turn it
1: around. Try that, okay?
2: Ask Sally and James to help you. They're It'll really be- good at that. <clears throat> They're really good at that. They can. Um, also, Joni Ernst help.
1: today uh, grilled a Pentagon official about us uh, whether or not we had uh, two, actually. One Pentagon official and then a military guy about oil, whether, he, whether or not we had abandoned people in Afghanistan.
3: Dr. call. is it true that President Biden said we wouldn't leave when there were Americans left behind?
0: We've not
1: left Americans behind. They continue to get out. That's Colin Call, the undersecretary of state. He said we have not left Americans behind.
3: We left Americans behind. We did not leave Americans behind. They continue to get out.
1: Did military- the military? He says, we did not leave Americans behind. The smartass says they continue to get out. Well, the reason they have to continue to get out is that we left them behind.
2: Well, right. Yeah. They can't, they wouldn't be getting out now if they weren't left behind. Right. Because it's not possible.
3: DOD, you represent the DOD, Dr. Call. Did the DOD leave before all Americans? were out
0: it was the consensus judgment that leaving on august 31st was the best way to continue so the American
3: dod general mingus did the dod did our soldiers leave before all americans were out
2: yes ma'am the last uh, airplane left the evening of the 30th morning of the 31st of august
3: thank you for your straightforward answer General
2: Mingus
1: absolutely sells them under the throws them under the bus. That's beautiful. Thank you. General Mingus.
3: Yeah. We didn't leave
2: them behind. Somebody's still getting them out. Well, is it you? Yeah, no? no. Then maybe you should shut up because it's
1: how incredibly arrogant are these people?
2: It's incredible. It's incredible. We didn't leave them behind. They're getting out. Um, the last thing I wanted to hit quickly is that um, the FDA panel has decided to recommend to the FDA that they approve the emergency use of the vaccine for 5- to 11-year-old kids. Of course, the mask mandates are still not going away. Massachusetts Mm -hmm. has already said they're not uh, taking away the school mask mandates until at least, in their words, January 15th. So, this seems like a little... What if it (laughs) went to six bastards?
1: But then again, it's still... That's the the middle of flu season, so...
2: So, yeah. yeah. But um, I'm still not sold on this because... Get this quote from the the FDA report on the cost-benefit analysis of the vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, they found that the benefits were highest for kids 5 to 11 in scenarios that had Delta surge peak incidence and a higher COVID death rate and lower in scenarios with lower incidence. In this scenario with lower incidence of COVID, shh, this is a direct quote, the model predicts more excess hospitalizations due to vaccine-related myocarditis compared to the prevented hospitalizations due to COVID-19, the FDA staff wrote
1: in the direct quote. It says quote. May, right?
2: No. It says the model predicts... So, I mean, they're using yep. a model anyway because they, they didn't do a big enough study and they didn't have enough COVID so that they can actually see any COVID being prevented. (laughs) However, in consideration of the different clinical implications of hospitalization for COVID versus vaccine-associated myocarditis, the overall benefits of the vaccine may still outweigh the risks. See? May. Mm -hmm.
1: May outweigh the risks. May, may, may. A lot of things may happen.
2: But essentially, they're saying, as far as we can tell... Your kids more likely to be hospitalized from the vaccine than from COVID.
1: Yes, but there's other factors that we're factoring in to make the math uh, it could twist the math still around. Still be
2: worth it, maybe. Right. So that's, that's fine. Right. Uh, that's great. Um, they can authorize it all day long, but I'm still not going to run out and get it until they have a little bit better uh, benefit to sell me than that, because that I don't find that yes, impressive. Okay,
1: I'm going to uh, strangle somebody if we don't go now. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much, everyone. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. You can uh, find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can, <laughs> you can send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com or uh, also facebook.com slash Podcast. We're still kicked off YouTube until November 4th, so you won't see us there. But you can find us on Rumble, which is an alternative video platform that's for free speech. Um, and Gab Parlor, we're on those as well.